0: This podcast is sponsored by Terraform Development is a rising engineering design and project management company located in Flagstaff, Arizona. Co-owners Eddie Kalnemtua and Stanford Lake started the company to bring economic-related projects to rural communities like the villages of the Hopi tribe. Some of the important work done by Terraform with the Hopi tribe are... Tawaovi Master Plan, KUII Radio Station Site Plan, Hopi Tribal Housing Authority Residential Homes, and numerous other nonprofit types projects on the Hopi Tribe. Terraform can be reached at 928 864 5022 or visit their website at www.terraform.com. That's T E R R A, the number 4 O R M.com. Also, sponsored by Forex Studio is a phoenix based design and print communications company that specializes in brand messaging, marketing communications, and creative services for small businesses, nonprofits, tribal gaming, American, Indian, and corporate clients nationwide. Their professional services include integrated brand systems, strategic design, identity, illustration, print, ad campaign, assist management. Packaging and event design. Forex Studio is an American Indian owned and operated by Sean Quaney. For more information, visit forexstudio.com. That's the number 4xstudio.com.
1: You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man. And with me is my co-host, the prince of no air, Carlton Brink Banks. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers, bleeps, bleeps, bleeps. Okay, <laughs> one more time, one more time. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? All right,
0: <laughs> let's, let's try this again. We're in season three. Let's try this okay, again. Okay, okay. Okay, go ahead.
1: You are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five-star, five-diamond chef, J-Man. And with me, the prince of no air, Carlton Banks. He once had a haircut like the prince of Egypt, Carl.
0: You know, I never had, I never seen myself with that before. I never seen myself uh, having that type of haircut before. So
1: I I take the person's word on it that said that she did <laughs> But we're back. Well, good we're morning. Back. Yeah, good Season morning, everybody. Yeah,
0: good morning, everybody. Welcome. Uh, thank you for tuning in to Carl and j Save the World podcast here on Wednesday morning
1: or whenever you're listening to this. You're so obsessed with this morning thing, well, Carl. The, 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 a tip for for the listeners is that Carl wanted to make us a morning show. Well, we we released this on Wednesday morning anyway, so and people listen to us on Wednesday
0: afternoon, Wednesday mornings, Wednesday evenings, um, Thursdays, um, Fridays, yeah. Saturdays. Yeah, but, Saturdays, yeah, but we 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 release this on Wednesday morning, so I think it's I think it's you know positive to say that I can say good morning. <laughs> But we're back. Yeah. Thank you for listening, guys. Uh, we are back.
1: Yes, thank you for listening. I, I think that, you know, we've said this a bunch of times, and, you know, we really are appreciative of it, is that the amount of listeners and uh, downloads for our podcast, the amount of uh, traffic on our social medias has doubled from season one to season two. And so our goals is to help to increase those numbers while we... Uh, do these podcasts for season three yeah thank you for sharing us on facebook instagram or whatever platform we're on right now i know that a lot of natives aren't on twitter and our Twitter numbers are horrible at the moment. So yeah. if you have a Twitter account, please add us on Twitter. <laughs> you can just uh, find us at Carl and J-Men on Twitter. Yeah, thank you all for joining us. So I'm very
0: excited for season three. And it's because we have a lot of great topics that listeners and people that just kind of randomly throw it at us every now and then. And we, we take those topics in and we give them consideration. And so we are going to be talking about some uh, you know deep topics that that
1: necessarily are going to make you think so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then also too that, you know, we do have a lot of new listeners to the podcast because there's this really cool new feature that kind of popped up on our um, Anchor site that allows us to measure um, unique downloads, basically, you know, folks that are tuning into us for the first time. And so if you are listening to us for the very first time and you're kind of wondering, you know, what is this shit show, the Carl and (laughs) J-Man Save the World podcast, uh, how are they saving the world Well, I necessarily—we've been saving it since 1985, so— So in other words, we kind of exactly don't know yet either. (laughs) We're still trying to figure that out. But if we can brighten up your day, if we can make you laugh, if we can make you think critically on some of these topics that we discuss, because we do talk about issues relating to uh, natives, reservation lifestyles, and uh, living in these two worlds, you know, trying to be behind that at the same time. Uh, Basically, you know, that's what we're about. But also, too, we kind of try to put a little uh, humor on top of it, too, because uh, one of the things is that we definitely don't want you to walk away too heavy hearted from this and, you know, get some laughs in about what it is that we talk about. But basically, you know, we're just two you guys talking out of our asses. So. Yeah,
0: basically, that's what we are. So uh, congratulations to all the new listeners that, um, you know, that are here. And I wish you all the best. Stay safe. So don't take <laughs> Carl too seriously. <laughs> I like presents. So if you have a present, don't cancel us. (laughs) I have not gotten us canceled yet. So I think I'm doing okay.
1: So today's topic, what is today's topic? Today's topic is something on the very contemporary side of things, something that relates not only just to Natives, but is a real nationwide thing that's going on. And so there's this phenomenon that just happened, and it's something called voting. Yes, voting
0: was uh, November 3rd, right? There was this huge event called the United States Presidential Election. Yes, and for those who did vote and for those who did not vote, I congratulate you both because you both... Both actually did make a change. Did you vote? I did not vote. You didn't vote? I did not vote. How dare you not vote? I know, right? I don't believe in voting. That's why. Oh, my God. <laughs> I made a change, though.
1: Yeah, what was the change?
0: I changed my uh, limo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know what? Um, getting off of my high horse, you know, and, and I'm willing to admit, you know, when I'm a hypocrite, but I didn't yeah. vote either. yeah. And what? there goes our listeners. And there goes our listenerships. Well, thank you for well, Thank you for listening. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And so today we really want to talk about this concept of voting as it falls within the walls of our societies here on the Hopi Reservation. Yeah. Talk about the differences between perspectives of why some of us don't vote, why some of us do vote. And uh, some of the other types of uh, developments that come with voting and some of the ways that we kind of act yeah. when it comes to this time of the year or when it comes to this type of thing, when it comes to voting, are we nice with to each other? Are we bullying each other to vote? And, you know, all these sort of things. And so some of you might be at home kind of listening and wondering to yourself, well, these two assholes didn't vote. <laughs> how, how dare they talk on this topic of voting and so we're going to exercise our First Amendment right. <laughs> the freedom, freedom of, of speech. <laughs> and so we're going to talk on this topic, even though we didn't participate. And,
0: and the reason why is because of that is we're Hopi and we're in Native American move. I'm something
1: else, you know, you know, that whole hashtag thing there. You are something else. <laughs> man. Um, do Hopis on the reservation vote? I, would you would you say that a majority
0: of us do or don't? I would not know. I mean, like the younger generation, yeah. If you were to guess, if I were to guess, I would say maybe one third of Hopis voted. Maybe oh,
1: really, yeah. So we're not the only jackasses actually. Yeah, not voting.
0: yeah. And the reason why is because elderlies don't vote, mm-hmm. and like you know traditionalists don't vote. Why not? Well. The reason why is because it's Kahopi it's or it's not Hopi tradition to vote. What
1: does Kahopi mean?
0: So, Kahopi means not Hopi
1: or not related to Hopi in a way. And so, for, for uh, non Hopi listeners that are listening, basically, you know, when that term Kahopi is used, usually it's used um, towards people and their behavior, correct? Yeah. So, people that um, act uh, unpeaceful. Yeah. People that yeah. don't uh, people that act in ways that are outside of what Hopi ethics and Hopi values are are usually deemed kahopi. Yeah. And so people that uh, participate in um, behaviors that we see as immoral or unethical, usually they're labeled kahopi. They're yeah, exactly. And so what we
0: deemed as voting for the next president is deemed kahopi in our tradition.
1: And so I guess a reason why as to why we say that voting is kohopi is because I think traditionally Hopis always believed that our own leaders or essentially are the um, are are the real power or yeah. the people that hold real power in regards to what goes on here within on our reservations and with our villages, and that's something that we talked to quite an extent in a past episode, our our Hopi leadership episode.
0: Yeah, and so like you know with the. With, with the presidential elections, we don't even vote for our own council or our own uh, our own uh, uh, chairman or vice chairman here. I mean, there are some people that do, but it's mainly their families and you know other people. So
1: and so, I guess to answer your to answer my own question when I asked you, do Hopis vote? It's um, I guess that's a, a good way to see. How how true that is when you look at our um, tribal elections? Yeah, when you look at the population of Hopis versus the amount of the number of Hopis that actually voted. Yeah, that the ratio is really disproportionate.
0: And see, well, I'm going to answer my question or answer your question of why I don't vote. Okay, and it's because I I traditionally see it as as a way of giving ourselves up to the United States. But we're or, citizens. Or, Yeah, exactly. I know we're citizens, but we don't have treaties with the United States. Hopi doesn't have treaties with the United States here. We're our own sovereign people. We're basically our own sovereign land that we can do what we please here on the Hopi reservation. Even though we are deemed United, U.S. citizens, we still have that opportunity to to say, I don't want to involve myself with uh, United States uh, politics
1: i thought you were gonna say that you don't vote because you're too lazy to get up and uh, go to the polling places <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't <laughs> even know i i do not even know where the polling places were here on the reservation so <laughs>
1: <laughs> and and so but i guess really you know because um Hopi we're very uh, rural out here right yeah and so there isn't a whole lot of outside influences on our reservation and you know that might be a reason as to why a lot of folks out here don't vote is because they have this mentality that Whatever happens outside of our Tutskwa, yeah. our, our land, yeah. doesn't necessarily affect us. No. And so, you know, you think about our, our current president. He's still the president, Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that he's done to affect Hopi? And, you know, did, did the wall that he construct to, uh, on the autumn on the lands down south to keep uh, the Qastilas out of the country, did that affect Hopi? No. That some of the other policies that he made... Um, Did they affect Topi? No. And for a lot of us, you know, that's kind of our mentality is that no, you know, a lot of what he did didn't affect us. And so even, you know, prior to him, when you think about Barack Obama, you know, what are some of the things that he's done that's directly impacted our people here on the reservation that a lot of us might think that, you know, no, there's not a lot of things that he did to really affect us. So why should I vote then? Yeah. If whoever is going to be in position next, Joe Biden, our current president-elect, is there any any possible way that he can make policies or decisions that's going to directly affect us here on the reservation and so i think that really because the fact that we're so isolated that we don't see some of these things yeah but if you're a hopi or a native person that lives in a bigger populated area in the cities for example that might be a way to where you actually see some of these decisions that these presidents make that do affect people yeah and do affect certain things so i think that that's probably why a big reason why you see a lot of our urban native relatives pushing for people to vote because then from their perspective they see where these leaders and their policies and their decisions can affect people
0: and see the reason why uh you know we we see it as as like you know we live in a bubble. We live in that bubble kind of-esque and we don't necessarily follow the, the problems of United States or what problems they're having with immigration laws or anything of that matter like water, or water issues or land issues. We have our own issues to deal with, with the government itself, but that's just because we've been dealing it in time and memorial. Since, since the U.S. government since has the, been yeah, around? Yeah, since the U.S. government has been around. Or at least since they've had interactions with us. Yeah, and see, even though we vote for a president that might do something for Hopis in a general, uh-huh. it never happens. It never happens because they forget you once they're in office. Or they call you something else. Or they call you something else.
1: <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> I, I Well, you know, the, one of the things that I really wanted to kind of bring up is that there is a difference in mentality between us reservation natives yeah. and our urban relative relatives. And I know that, you know, sometimes a lot of the times that when it comes to these big discussions about natives, indigenous peoples, American Indians, etc., that a lot of people really do like to talk about us as if we're one united front. Yeah. That we're all in this fight together, which I believe is true. Oh, yeah. But I also believe that it's very important to point out the differ differences between all of us. Because then when we point out the differences, it helps us to understand each other. It helps us to get why reservation natives think the way that they do and have the certain type of mentality that they do. It helps us to understand our urban native relatives and their perspectives and why their behaviors are the way that they are. And that, you know, really when you're, um, when you're on the reservation that sometimes our mentalities aren't even, like you said, we're in this bubble that our mentalities aren't with the rest of the nation's and really, I believe it's because living out here on the reservation still really is kind of like a, a fight for survival in a way. Yeah. Because you think about it right now, there's snow outside. What are most Hopi families doing on the weekends as a result of the wintertime? Well, they're probably going to Phoenix. That's probably one thing. <laughs> <laughs> to get out of this To get cold. out of this
0: cold. Well, you know, while well, back then when Peabody was open... A lot of Hopis would go and get, get coal. coal or get wood, and that's the reason why you know Hopis don't don't necessarily see that it's it's a, a viable option to to get into politics because Joe Biden You're still trying to keep ourselves. Yeah, alive. Joe Joe Biden is not going to get me firewood, or Donald Trump is not going to get buy me a coal card. You know, none of them are going to do anything for what I need to survive
1: here on the reservation. And so you know for the for the reservation natives I really do think that you know our our minds are more occupied with things like that getting wood on the weekends yeah. Is what a lot of people are doing right now or, you know, just depending on the time of the year. We talked about this in previous episodes, how during the summertime, a lot of our time is taken up with the cornfields. Yeah. Or women have their own duties and obligations that they're um, using to be able to fill up their their weekends. And so that's kind of where it, it goes back to what I said before in a previous episode is that, you know, one of the biggest differences between rural natives and res- uh city natives is that the urban natives actually have plans on the weekend yeah exactly that they can go to those farmers markets or you know seek out those really nice clean shoes that we've teased (laughs) them about before and but us for us you know we really are still trying to figure out ways how to get uh fuel for our stoves or to do other types of things that are associated with uh, reservation living and and that is because we as
0: people we as uh reservation peoples um, deemed voting as kahopi because it is not part of how Hopi tradition is. And that's where I come in is that, yeah, that's where my mentality is, is that, yes, you know, voting is kahopi Voting is something that we are not supposed to do in the Hopi tradition. And so that's the reason why
1: we never, you know, most Hopis don't vote. But it should be noted that, you know, a lot of reservation natives are voting. Oh, yeah. And, you know, there was that graphic that was shown uh, as to where a lot of individuals within the state of Arizona voted, and there was a high number of people that voted that were located on tribal lands. Yeah. And so that, that uh, dynamic is definitely shifting to where uh, more reservation natives are voting. But I guess from the perspective of the traditional Hopi, that, you know, we, we haven't traditionally voted because we've always deemed it as that. It's kahupi Yeah. It's something that hasn't been a part of our practices before because we believe that, you know, whoever's sitting in the White House, the the great white father, as, as you know, that, that position has been called, <laughs> um, doesn't really affect us out here. Or at least in our minds, we think yeah. that they don't. And so I guess at least for the more um, conservative Hopis, the more traditional Hopis, I think that one of the kind of reasons as to why that there might be no faith in this political system or faith in this type of governing is we look at our own Hopi tribal council. And, you know, when we do look at our own own tribal council, we laugh
0: laugh about the, the concept because they're old people and they don't know anything about politics, let alone getting a check at the end of the month.
1: The perspectives of Carl are not shared by all members (laughs) of the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. Strong Ones. Strong Ones is dedicated to exposing cultural traditions of running that exist within many cultures and tribes worldwide through running apparel. Strong Ones is an individually owned business supporting cultural running traditions and supporting local organizations within the Hopi Reservation. They can be found at strongones.myshopify.com Again, that's Strongones.myshopify.com. They are also on Facebook at Strong Ones 15. But on when, record, I guess. No.
0: <laughs> but when you look at it, when you look at this whole idea of, of politics or political parties within the Hopi community here, we
1: really don't have a political mindset that. No, yeah, no. No, we don't. Yeah, or you, you know what? I we don't, but I think that it's because we don't understand a whole lot of pol- politics. Yeah, we well, it's well or the it's, white man's politics. Okay,
0: so take example, my soor, you know, she doesn't like Trump. Well, I'm 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 pretty sure that everybody doesn't like Trump in a way. But for me, you told me the other day that you thought <laughs> Trump was a pretty cool guy. I'm getting to that. But for me, I think Trump is an okay kind of guy. <laughs> And there goes our listeners. Thank you for listening, everybody. Hey, we appreciate your support. <laughs> and no, the reason why is because um, the reason why the reason why I say that is because Trump has never hurt my family. Trump has never hurt soul or Trump has never did anything, uh, you know, offensive to to make so sad or to make Soul. Um, you know deem that where she just doesn't want to see him in a way of course there are like the the tv political shows that that come on and she said oh i don't want to see him but she never hurt her hurt her. She, he never hurt her personally so i don't think trump is such a bad guy because he never hurt my family
1: well, would you agree that
0: trump's an idiot oh most definitely i think i think all uh, you know politicians are idiots no matter who you are, even our own tribal council and our own tribal, you know, uh, chairman and vice chairman. Yeah, they have that. They have that mentality to say, you know, it goes right over their head. So,
1: <laughs> well, there's some controversy there for you. And so I guess, you know, because it, because it was this political season that happened. And so, you know, both you and I were on social media. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are on social media. And so that one of the things that you've seen a lot on social media from certain individuals is that this message of it's vital that you vote. Yeah. It's important that you vote because your vote is, uh, it, it can help to, I guess, alter the future in a way. Yeah. Or that, you know, certain people's livelihoods depend on, on you voting. And so... Um, why, why, why do you think that a lot of those messages are out there? Why, it, can you think of a good reason as to why people should vote well, or why people like us that don't vote should think to vote in the future? Okay, so think about this. You know, when the Big Bang Theory
0: had happened, they put out a, a mass email of saying, okay, so let's vote to see who we can keep on as a character, or how, what What do you like as characters on the TV show? Oh, really? I never got this email. Well, I did. I'm a very, very big fan of Kaylee Cuco. So Kaylee <laughs> Cuco, if you're listening to this, you know, call me up. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, when they did that, it was a vote to see how well the characters are playing and to see which characters will go off in season three or two. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And so I believe that the political party is basically a huge TV show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Survivor man
0: Survivor and, and, and I believe that You know Donald Trump Our president And Joe Biden Our elect president Are basically characters In a TV show That if we want to Keep them or not So we always have Our good Good characters That we like to follow And bad characters That we just hate On TV show And that's how My mentality
1: thinks So, well. so basically What you're saying Is that voting Is an act to see Which one of these Characters is removed from the TV show. Yeah. This is America.
0: This is America. <laughs> that would actually be a really good TV show of <laughs> This Is America. So uh, wait, didn't they didn't there wasn't there a TV show something like that? I, I think so. I yeah. think I think
1: that's where I got this from. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure a lot of folks who are listening are probably heated and you know thinking of yeah. oh, they're making a mockery of this voting system. Yeah. But you know, uh, in preparation to get ready for this and then be, Because it was the season to vote, and you know that's basically you know what uh, was consuming uh, the media was was this uh, political um, campaign event, you know, to where people were trying to decide who the next president of the United States was. It really did make me think, and it really did make me think and wonder, you know, why why are some people so, so so working so hard to ensure that people vote? Why why is it why is it so important to them? And so you know, one of the things that I really do like to do is i try to you know like see see perspectives from other folks and i started thinking about different ethnicities right because then you know as hopis we we think that we're not touched by this political um by the politics that happen in washington but then you know you think about donald trump and you think about what his policies towards immigration are And so, you know, I do have friends that are Mexican that come from the Latin communities that live down in the valley. And I know that they were some people that were really heavily on social media talking about the importance to vote. And the fact that you know a lot of the conversation does have to do with his historical contexts of how a lot of minority people didn't have the right to vote once upon a time in the United States history and the fact that we have this ability now is a reason as to why we should exercise yeah that ability to do so and so you know you think about like the, the Mexican community you think about the Latin community and you think about Trump and his policies towards immigration that a lot of those people probably really Believe that it was a life or death decision, whether Trump went into a second term of office or they brought somebody else in because of how he handled those immigrations. Yeah, and Hopi, we're just one of 22 federally recognized tribes in the state of Arizona. You think about the the Tana Atoms, the To tribe, and how Trump has affected them. That basically this wall that he had been talking about was going to cross through their tribal lands. Yeah. And so they were very much against Trump. And so coming from that type of tribe, you see where their desperation was to get him out of office. And, you know, when, when we talk about like different natives
0: being affected by what has Trump has been uh, been affecting them with, you know, Hopi has not necessarily been in that mixture of things. And so Hopi has real no no real reason why we should um, get rid of him other than the fact that we're just following somebody else's perspective
1: views. Following somebody else's motion.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so, like, you know, I, of course, I'm pretty sure that there is something that, that Trump is going to do uh, to us Hopis, but... It never, we never even heard about anything in that matter. So it doesn't affect us. And I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily saying that both parties are are good people or bad people in a way. I'm saying that the political uh, part is doing what it's supposed to be doing, what it's supposed to be uh, when they made it up. It's not supposed to include uh, anybody of color. It's just, it was just made. For the, you know, for the white people only. And that's all that it, it's for. And so when you, you bring in somebody that's not of color, then the cheese is moved. You know, everything is moved here. And, who moved my cheese? Yeah, who moved my cheese? And it throws off everything. And so the, the whole way, especially when you look at the, the political justice or the political parties, it wasn't made for us it wasn't made for native americans it wasn't made for blacks it wasn't made for mexicans we're just throwing a wrench in there hoping that it would stop hoping that it would change but none it's not going to change because it was already made like that
1: and definitely that is a a shared perspective Yeah, a lot of reservation natives. And I think that, you know, for somebody, for myself, you know, I do have that American Indian Studies background. I do have a bachelor's and master's degree. So I think that, you know, I've been fortunate enough to obtain certain informations to learn how something can happen thousands of miles away and affect Hopis in a very secluded area. Because as much as we believe that, you know, what goes on in other places, that it doesn't affect us here... But unfortunately, that isn't true that, you know, sometimes things can happen away from our lands and still affect us here. Yeah. And so you think about like uh, Indian policies, for example, Um, Indian laws that were made to govern Indians, basically. And how a lot of that these Indian laws are developed is that sometimes there's a court case that involves a tribe thousands of miles away from their our lands but the decision of that court case is going to affect us some way somehow and uh the major crimes act is an example of something like that that there was this uh this case into where a native individual and I can't even remember from which tribe but basically they were tried for murder this individual was tried for murder and um the tribe was going to handle this individual in their own traditional way, but because all it involved was for this individual to compensate the family of who he killed, that the white people weren't okay with that, that they wanted him to answer for his crimes, yeah. what they, how they saw fit for somebody who was murdered. And so basically that's what started this major crimes act is that, okay, you Indians can't uh, aren't trusted enough are capable enough to um, try your own people by how we see fit. So we're going to create this law that's going to affect all Indians and that the federal government is going to be able to have jurisdiction over certain crimes that happen on the reservation. And so that's an example of something that has happened thousands of miles away from our tribal lands that do affect us here on Hopi, Uh, I guess just to play devil's advocate with that perspective that you had. And so unfortunately, you know, things do happen away from our lands that do affect us and that they're happening all the time, but it's because we're not in those places to where they're being discussed for us to learn about those things. And so definitely, I believe that probably a lot of these reservation natives that did go out and vote, that is something that they probably do strongly believe in, is that things can happen away from here that can affect us.
0: Yeah, and I congratulate all of you Native Americans who made that choice to do that and to make that choice to bring in another TV character. And I, you know... And, and, and I believe that this whole, whole scene is this whole political scene is one big political, uh, one TV show, one big TV show. And, you know, and I'm pretty sure you're, you're going to hate me for doing that, but that's how I see it. I already hate you, (laughs) Carl. And, and that's how I see it. That's how a Hopi guy from the reservation sees it. So,
1: and. Speaking speaking of not understanding certain things. So, I mean, I, I believe that, you know, a lot of what's going on in the political scale or the political scene is new to reservation natives or new to. Oh, Afobis yeah, for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that one of the things that I've witnessed is that a lot of the times that when we begin to vote for the first time, that sometimes in reality, we truly don't know what it means to be a Democrat or oh, the yeah. characteristics that come with it. Or we truly don't understand what it means to be a Republican and yeah. some of the characteristics that go with that. Or even some of these other lesser known political parties and their characteristics in the histories behind those political parties, because it's not our history. No. It's not something that we were included in. No, when no. When these um, political parties developed and so um, there are some things that when it comes to, uh, to politics that we do need to understand. And, you know, it was actually a, a, a conversation that I had with my brother that kind of uh, brought this idea to my head is that, you know, automatically, for whatever reason, that we kind of paint Democrats as the heroes, right? Really, yeah. That they're the, the, yeah, state, we the do. that they're they're the ones that stand up for the good things of America yeah. and that they fight for um, the little guys. Yeah. And that the Republicans are the villains. Yeah. Always for some reason. And that they're kind of like the Thanoses trying to rule the universe in this uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe that we're living in. But why is it like that? Why do we have this perspective that, especially when we don't understand or even know the true histories behind these political parties, that we just automatically assume that the Democrats are the heroes in this fight for freedom and justice and that the Republicans are the villains? Well, it's because that we just see whatever we see on TV or whatever
0: is talked about in on Facebook, on Facebook and on Instagram, uh, you know, and our sewing circles, you know, and it, it's it's just how we see what we, we always have to have a good and bad. Hope he is hope he is like that. We always have to have a hero. We always have to have a villain. So we deem like, you know, the Democratic Party as the heroes because, you know, Obama was a, a Democrat. Because we like blue because we like blue, you know, and you know Obama was the Democrat, you know he was the one that that said that, oh yeah, Native Americans, oh, he's a different color. I should vote for him, you know I, I believe in his words because he's not white or he's not
1: he's not of, of power or anything. Well, I was a quote unquote crypt in junior high school, so that's probably another reason why I sided <laughs> with the Democratic Party. <laughs>
0: and we believe that republicans are bad because of star wars you know the republican party <laughs> <laughs> 1970s is uh darth vader has darth, the blue yeah. lightsaber <laughs> exactly and and it's because of we we think we think it's bad because all the years that have been going on like george bush george w bush you know they they all been republicans and we believe that they're the ones who started everything that's that's happening in
1: the world today hopies don't like bushes
0: huh but <laughs> hey tom here with hopi relief hopi relief is a non-profit organization based down here in the valley where we are providing much needed supplies to the hopi reservation during this COVID-19 pandemic, and beyond. Please visit HopiRelief.org and find out how you can get involved. Hopi Relief is also an Arizona-recognized charitable tax organization. And please, visit us December 1st on Giving Tuesday. Thank you.
1: (laughs) But, you know, uh, I, I guess what really... Got my head into this uh, thought, pres- thought process of us not really, truly understanding the differences between Republicans, Democrats, or other um, political parties. Is that my brother asked me this question one time? He asked me, you know, are are you uh, pro-life or are you pro-choice? Meaning that you know, are you are you in favor of abortions or not? Yeah. And because traditionally Hopi, that we do see abortion as kahopi. Yeah. That that's something that is a big negative in our communities. I answered him. I said that, you know, I, I'm against abortions. I'm, I, I guess I'm pro-life. Yeah. And then he immediately responded to me. He said, well, then you're a Republican. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? And then that's kind of when he started talking about, you know, well, Republicans, they're they are pro-life. They yeah. believe in, you know, this type of perspective. And so it got me really to really think about, you know, the differences between those two political parties, because a lot of us, we do want to say that we're Democrats and not truly understanding what some of these um mentalities or belief systems of each political party are because then you know i had to do my research because i didn't know a whole lot about either of the political parties either and i learned that based on our own traditions our own traditional morals and ethics as hopis that we actually do have quite in common with the republican yes belief set yes because like that we're pro-life yeah, Hopis are very conservative. Yeah, which is something that's really aligned with the Republican Party, and you think about some of the ideals and perspectives of Democrats, and yet you know we're all so quick to run to that side to wanting to be Democrats. That's some of their belief systems that they're more uh, liber- libertarian. I believe. Yeah, is the they're term. more liberal, not and... librarians. I libertarian. <laughs> And that, you know, some of their ideals and perspectives are actually Qahopi. Yeah. And that, you know, they're kind of anti to what we traditionally believe. What we believe, yeah. How we should be living. So, you know, uh, going from those... Going from that type of conversation, really, uh, us Hopi should be Republicans. And see, the reason why you say Republicans is because Hopis deem
0: that no other Hopi, like if you, if your mother is not Hopi and your father is Hopi, you should not be initiated. The same concept goes for Native or for uh, like Trump's mindset. If you're not born in the United States, you should not be. Uh, a citizen of the United States, I'm going to close you off. And the same goes with Hopi in that mentality, in that mentality set there.
1: that That is a great point because, well, I mean, it's not a great point. It, it's a truthful point. It's a truthful <laughs> point. I don't, I don't mean to say that those <laughs> things are, are good, but, you know, it really is because then, you know, you think about Trump, right? Trump is probably yeah. the extreme of one ideal ideal. He's yeah. an extreme of a certain perspective. And so you think about all of his followers. You know, a lot of people uh, stereotype, stereotype, stereotypical that? of like
0: the you know, uh, United States, right?
1: Yeah, like, like they see his followers as a certain way that they're racist, yeah. that they're bigots, yeah. that they're white people oh, yeah. that come from these certain communities. And one of the thoughts that I had, though, is that you know when you think about a lot of the Trump supporters, that a lot of them are coming from these white rural communities yeah. in America. yeah. And that's a large portion of where his supporters are coming from. But then you think about that rural community. What are some characteristics of r- rural communities that are pretty similar with Native With native villages, yeah, like native villages. You think of uh, native rural communities and you think of white rural communities. What are some of the things that each side both have in common? One is that religion plays a big factor in how we guide ourselves, how we live our life, which is very true here for Hopi. Yes. That the Hopi religion is still something that's very strong. It's something that a lot of us still live our day-to-day lives by. Yeah. Um, The other, um, I guess, a negative aspect of it is that racism is because that, you know, that any rural community is in this bubble and whoever is living within this bubble, they see as their own people. Anybody else that's outside of this bubble is not part of their community it's not with them and so we're very exclusive yeah and like you said the point that you made is that there is racism well i I guess i don't know if i really call it racism but you know some people might see it as racism they definitely see it like selective exclusive ideals that if your mother's not hopi you're not hopi yeah that's an example of, you know, some of our mindsets out here on Hopi that shared uh, amongst some of the families here. And that's kind of a, a negative about who, at least how some people can perceive it to be a negative. Exactly. And there are
0: some ceremonies that non-Natives cannot see within the Hopi community here. And we are, ex- we are only exclusive to our own
1: people. And there are ceremonies that are even that even exclusive Hopis. Yeah, if you're not initiated, if into you're not a initiated, yeah. society.
0: Yeah, and exactly, and that that mindset plays exactly like how Republicans' mindset plays. Mm-hmm. Is that if you're not part of that party there, or if you're not part of the thought process, then you are not part of their own religion or their own traditions. Mm-hmm. So it goes to show you that Hopis actually are Republicans. I mean, I'm not saying that you should believe in the Republican Party. I'm just saying that the mindset of everything that has going on with with white culture or mainstream culture versus Hopi culture are similar in, in, in morals and values. So, I mean, if you really think about it, we're basically just all
1: the same. We just have different ways of seeing it. Just different colors. Yeah. Except Carl's legs are white. <laughs> Similarities he has to Bahamas. <laughs> yep. You're at uh, you, uh, your mixed
0: race there. Your elbows are all black and then you're, <laughs> your neck's black. Your neck's
1: black and then your elbow's black, and, but your... Uh, but your bono is white. <laughs> your bono's white. And, you know, it it really is. It really is. I guess I I, now I understand more about why, you know, certain people have these rules within their house. You know, like we don't talk politics to people that aren't a part of this house. Yeah. Because you can you understand like how much controversy it can create. Oh, yeah. You understand the arguments that it could start because, you know, like that we, we talked about early in this episode, how we think that as Hopis that we're not political. Yeah. That we don't have these politics within um, our our mindsets or, you know, some of the things that we talk about with our neighbors or with other relatives. But when you think about that word politics or why it's such a controversial thing, it really does have to do with how you how your own personal perspective of how life should be lived. And really, that's kind of the genesis as to how a lot of these conversations or why there's all these separations between political parties or, you know, based off of your own mentality, why that exists. And Hopi's the same way, because then we have our own ideas of how we should be living our lives. Yeah. The more traditional villages say that we should continue to live our life by the traditional Hopi way as best that we can. Some of the more progressive villages recognize that we are already trending towards this direction of assimilation and colonization. And so they think that we should embrace the good things about the white man's way of life to integrate that into our communities and to be able to develop our societies in that way. And so, you know, that idea of politics, just because we don't understand it, but a lot of those same practices and thought processes do exist here on the reservation because we do have oh, yeah. these differentiating yeah. perspectives on how we should move forward as a Hopi community.
0: Oh, yeah. And so, like,
1: when was the last time you voted? I want to I see. I think it was at uh, Monkopi Day School for the um, <laughs> student council. I voted for myself. Mine was, uh, when, when did, uh, was that uh, Bill Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually voted once in my entire life. I really? Voted. I voted during our last um, tribal elections. Really? I voted for a tribal chairman. Really, the guy voted for loss. So
0: ah, man, I don't vote for anybody. So I said, nah, I'm not gonna do this. I don't people. vote for anybody because they never. They're not gonna bring. No one votes for you. <laughs> they're
1: not gonna bring uh, coal for me anyway. So uh, you know. <laughs> But it's so interesting though and you know and I guess kind of in a way we really are kind of outsiders kind of looking in on this topic of voting yeah. and politics because we don't participate in it ourselves um and you know exercising our first amendment rights wanting to be american when it uh, suits us Yeah and so so for any listener out
0: there that's listening right now that hasn't turned us off within the last <laughs> 20 minutes. Thank you, thank for, you for, yeah. Thank with you us. for sticking with us. And I want to congratulate everybody who has made it through to this 44 minute mark here, you know, to uh, to thank you for listening to us rant and to talk about, you know, all of these different mm-hmm. opinions mm-hmm. and uh, I just want to say that our opinions are 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 our own. You know, our opinions are our own and we can't change the opinion. You can't change an opinion. And, and, you know, thank you for doing that. If you do have your own opinions, that's up to you on how you want to see yourself living in this world today. And I want to congratulate you on how you uh, feel that way. And I want you to uh, take care of yourself no matter how you live, no matter what you do in life, no matter how you live, just make sure that you follow the the basic principle of not hurting life, not hurting anything that's living. Make sure you wake up every morning and pray, uh, take a drink of water, you know, do all the things what Hope he has said to you in the past, but all in all, I just want to say that it's it's your own life that you want to live and it's own your own uh perspective
1: on how you see different it's things. <laughs> it and and if Carl's really pissed you off, you can <laughs> tell him so. His phone number is nine two eight two eight three sixty three sixty three. Please don't call that number. I'm erasing it right now. So well, you know, uh, speaking of of being, um, I guess, kind of outsiders in this whole political practice, you know, one of the things that I've really seen, and kind of actually, you know, I, I really think of it as a negative is the way how crazy we get when it comes to political season. Yeah. Because then, you know, I, I think that a lot of people get really carried away when it comes to ensuring that everybody votes, that it kind of, in a way, it creates this... Um, uh, this culture of uh, almost in a way of, of, of cyber bullying yeah. people to vote. Yeah. And this is something that we've talked about before, because, you know, in my mind, you know, I really do have this belief that, um, uh, um, unfortunately as a society, regardless of whether you're native, whether you're Hopi or, you know, a non-native is that, you know, a lot of us sometimes, you know, we really do like to pretend we, we like to pretend that we hold certain morals, that we hold certain values. And, you know, because I have made it it known to people that I don't vote, that this is something that I don't do. And I'm always met with negativity. I'm always being told that I'm... um, that I'm being, I'm in the wrong for yeah. not, for choosing not to vote. And, you know, I hear a lot of, you know, the reasons as to why folks vote. And I think that some people really do have justifiable reasons for voting or strong compassions to voting. But for me, I've always believed that, you know, with Hopi, and this is why I always think Hopi is so unique, is that it actually our ancestors or our forefathers fought for the right to not participate. In any, In this any political system. thing. Yeah. Because our, uh, and you're, you know, you're one to speak on this, is that there were Hopis from your village that were imprisoned. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the most uh, famous, infamous one was the imprisonment at Alcatraz prison of Hopi individuals. And basically, you know, that was their crime was that they didn't want to participate in any in, of the in any of the, yeah. the white man society. And so that's kind of a, 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 at least a thought in my head that I've always had is that, you know, well, we fought to not be a part of this, to yeah. not have this within our societies. But the other reason, too, why I choose not to vote is that I absolutely have no faith in, and you've said this already, in the system. Oh, yeah. Because I don't believe that it serves Native people. And I don't believe that the system is broken. I believe that the system works for its design. And that its design is to keep a certain people in power. Exactly. And to keep certain people in, uh, to keep them oppressed. Yeah. And so that's a big reason as to why I don't vote. Yeah. Because I don't believe that it'll be good for Indians in the long run oh no irregardless of who's in power and i think that another thing too for especially for hopis and this is kind of i guess kind of a um maybe kind of a a old time thought is that because we are religious but with hopi with our religion comes spirituality yeah and that i think that an old hopi philosophy is that Things are going to turn out the way that they're going to turn out irregardless of what happens with people. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, it's this belief system that tomorrow is going to come whether Trump's president or whether Biden's president, that certain things are going to happen irregardless of who's in charge because I think that a real old Hopi philosophy is that we really don't have control. People, individuals don't really have control. And then, you know, from the Bahana perspective, the president has vast amounts of power. Yeah. Certain world leaders have vast amounts of power. But in the Hopi way, we don't believe that individuals have this should have power. Yeah. Rather, we believe in certain elements of nature have vast amounts of power. Think about the rain. You think about other things and relate it to that. And so that's something that I understand that a lot of people don't understand or they don't get it because they're not religious. A lot of people don't have religion anymore. Or a lot of people don't subscribe to their religion institutions in the way that Hopis might and to our own perspectives and religious beliefs. And so when all of this pressure comes from individuals, on others to vote the way that I think of it is that, you know, like I said, we like some of us, we like to pretend we like to pretend that we have certain morals and ethics. And so sometimes we like to pretend that we're inclusive, that we accept everybody and their belief systems and how they think. And so basically what a lot of us do is that we create this room and we say that everybody's welcome, regardless of how you think irregardless of what your own personal beliefs are but then as soon as somebody says something that's contradictory to what you think of I don't vote then it's like get out yeah <laughs> and and so and that to me that really shows who's sincere in what they promote their morals and ethics are to people who are just pretending that they're inclusive because i've experienced a lot of that yeah when i tell people that i don't vote And it's met with contention because I don't believe what they believe in. And so, you know, they try real hard to convince me that I'm wrong, even though deep in my heart I believe that this is right. That this is right. Yeah. And so that's kind of where, and that's kind of a negative, I think, that comes with the political season is that you really do get people, they really draw this line and say that, you know, you're, on. You're basically kind of almost in a way like that, like you're my enemy. Yeah. Because you believe in this certain way. In a different way, yeah. And I've already seen it on Facebook. I've already seen if you voted for Trump, you can unfriend me right now. If you have this certain perspective, I don't want anything to associate with you. Yeah. And I guess to me, it's kind of disheartening because like that, we mentioned that how we have this perspective that Democrats are heroes. Yeah. That they're the heroes of the story and that the Republicans are villains. Yeah. Yeah. But then it's like, well, what if you have individuals out there that are Republican and they have good hearts? Oh yeah. Good people. Yeah. Because I personally know an individual a prominent native American individual, and I won't name their names to uh, protect them, but I know that they're a republican, and has that changed my perspective on that person? No, mm. because I've seen the good things that they can do for that they've done for Indian country i've worked with them to see how a uh, role model that person plays within our lifetime, but because they're a republican, to yeah. me, that changes nothing as to what their um as to how I see them in, in my own light. So um, that's kind of one of the negative things so I think that really does result of the political season is that um, we tend to chastise each other yeah, because exactly. they don't believe in what we believe in.
0: So if if Joe Biden and Kamala Harris start bringing Wood to Solos house, <laughs> I would forever be in their debt. So, but as long, as long as, you know, they're staying over there and doing what their thing is, you know, I don't really care, so. <laughs>
1: And you know it's 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 really it's really interesting though and i think social media makes everything interesting oh yeah i don't know if it still says it on there but i remember you know back in the day the facebook when you want to make a post it says what are you thinking oh yeah and that literally is a window into people's perspective as to what they're thinking and then so you know you have this vast information of people and what goes on in their minds or what their perspectives are and you know one of the things that i also witnessed as a result of this 2020 election i'm not gonna lie it really kind of disheartened me is that when cnn showed the demographics of the ethnicities <laughs> that voted democrat they had this one line and it said something else. oh yeah the
0: something else hashtag something else
1: hashtag something else movement
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that was very funny because you know we were deemed something else and Native Americans took to that in memes and in, uh, you know, uh, what would what, what do they call it? The gifts and the uh, um, all these little uh, quiffs that that come out on Facebook and stuff like that, and uh, all these quotes that are saying like, you know, oh, I'm something else, you know, I'm not Native American, I'm something else, you know.
1: I think that goes to show that Indian country really is something else because <laughs> when everybody else was kind of laughing about it and yucking it up, you know, in my, my own personal uh, belief, at least my perspective, you know, I, I kind of had an issue with it. Really? I, I didn't like it. Really? And I, I didn't like it because I think that the fact that we made it into a joke yeah, just shows you how oppressed we are. Yeah. Because then you think about... The kid that was constantly made fun of in school, yeah, constantly teased. Yeah. that when you said something bad about them, that they kind of just took it <laughs> and tried to laugh with everybody yeah. else. Yeah, oh Richard, you 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 smell, you're a smelly kid, and like then Richard will be kind of laughing. Yeah, yeah, I kind of am a smelly kid, huh? And <laughs> you know that that's what it made me think of. Really, that's what it made me think it- of. It made me think that we are so oppressed that we take this derogatory comment about who we are and we laugh with it. So, so basically you're a little bitch right now. So.
0: <laughs> but I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying about how, how we're not, we're, you know, we you see it in that way of like, you know, making fun of us or making fun of the the whole situation. I see that. I see that, but I really don't care. I really had no, uh, you know, I, you know, if it, if it didn't infect Hopi in a way, you know, <laughs> It doesn't matter to me, <laughs> you know. If it doesn't, if it didn't affect so or qua in a way, then I really didn't care for it. So,
1: <laughs> should ask you how you feel when uh the old people's uh finances are affected. What is it, the, the, the <laughs> Medicare or the Social Security funds? I think that's where so and Kwa kind of
0: got a little uh disdained about that, yeah, about like you know, Trump is going to do this to that, and then when they saw that. Biden is going to do the same. They're like, so who do we vote for? And I'm like, I don't know. It's up to you. <laughs> See, I'm telling you, white people are bad. <laughs>
1: Jesus.
0: No, but you know,
1: I I believe that to reiterate Carl's phone number. It's a nine two eight. No,
0: <laughs> no, but to reiterate what ha- we all had said, it it's because of the personal beliefs. It's because of what we what we both hope he's believe in and. We wake up every day believing in Hopi. We go to sleep Hopi and we wake up Hopi. And that's that's the only thing that matters towards us. Anything else is all secondary. Everything, every political part, every other religion, every other uh, you know, thought, that's all secondary. So whatever we did, you know, it's because of
1: of our own beliefs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so we thank you all for weathering the storm in this yeah. return back to season three. I know that we got some uh, exciting other topics coming up. And, you know, this is kind of something that we did really want to talk about, especially with the landscape. Oh, yeah. Of what was going on in the larger context of, you know, this place that we call the United States of America. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know if you've looked at our anchor lately, but we are now listened to in 13 different countries. Really? Yes. 13 different countries. All right. And By oh, the way, thank you. Thank you for that. Zimbabwe is not one of them. I've asked Carl to step up his (laughs) podcast game in season three. so So That has yet to be seen. Thank you for all for listening to
0: uh, Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. If you would like to sponsor us, please, please email us at cjpodcast85 at gmail.com.
1: And we still have shirts and stickers up. Yeah. At uh, myshopify.strongones.com. com, and then we're also going to be pushing out some new merchandise this. Season.
0: Oh yeah. So l- look out you, for that to get you geared up for the <laughs> holiday season. Yeah. So look out for that. Look out for that on our uh, Facebook page or an Instagram page. So if you're not on Instagram or uh, Facebook, get on there, like us, and we'll, we can show you the world.
1: And please follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter numbers are abysmal right now.
0: <laughs> I don't even
1: do a, have a Twitter page. Our Twitter numbers are abysmal, like Carl's dating history. <laughs> So thank you again for listening to
0: Carl and j Save the World podcast. My name is Carl, and this is my best friend, J-Man.
1: So long,